Well, well, it's not so silly, but it's more instructive. And I, I was um, a newspaper cadet reporter and a reporter, and before that I'd been a copy boy, which was a typical way of getting into um, journalism at the time. And I really, really wanted to work for the ABC, and I got um, interviewed for a job as a reporter on the ABC's AM program. And I finally went in. I was so nervous, and uh, the chairman of the panel asked, so what did you think of this morning's AM? <laughs> and of course, I hadn't listened to the program. <laughs> and so I really had nothing to say and I wasn't able to critique the program. And of course, I had no opportunity to strike their egos. But um, years later, when I'd come back from overseas and I was the head of TV news in Melbourne back in the uh, 1990s, I was interviewing someone and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my own back and I will say, so what did you think of last night's seven o'clock news? And wouldn't you know it, about two of the three candidates came back and gave me a full critique of what they thought of the seven o'clock news and just how they rated our reporters and what they thought about the ABC. So maybe people were much more hungry and much more prepared. Oh, I always thought that was rule 101. Make sure that you listen to whatever it is the person's in charge of. And primarily so you can stroke ego, I think, is probably the thing. Stroking the ego (laughs) is the most important thing. It is. Hey, Peter, just on the business front, uh, yesterday we spoke to Darren Goldie, the National Cyber Security Coordinator about DP World, this this big port operator that uh, was shut down because of a cyber attack. It's now back up and running. We're still not sure exactly what's happened, are we? You spoke with the boss this morning. Yeah, it's fascinating. I, I was talking to uh, Nicolaj Noyes, who's uh, the DP World's Australia Managing Director, and, you know, uh, DP World wasn't really a brand name until yesterday, um, but consumers know a whole lot more now. But they basically, now that they've got the company back online, they have no idea how these hackers got in. And what what's more, they haven't heard from the hackers and they haven't received a ransom demand. But they're obviously relieved that, whatever their strategy was behind the scenes the dp world which has you know big runs 40 percent of container shipments around the country they're back online but they're now having to work with these cyber authorities and the federal police to actually ensure that this doesn't happen again because it's their reputation online and especially in the lead up to christmas customers are getting pretty edgy about whether or not their shipments are going to be delivered Yes, it's going to be interesting to see what the final wash-up is from this, but we did get the impression yesterday from Darren Goldie that uh, they, the company gets a gold star for how it's responded to this. Yeah, I think so. And, and, and they were communicating from late on Friday. I was actually receiving information or briefings from them about the industrial issues they've been having, and, and, and so I've been keeping an eye on that. Then all of a sudden, my eyes spotted those keywords, cyber attack, and they were quite upfront about it. And they were updating constantly throughout the weekend, and, and they made their managing director available. Now, if you look on the other side of the ledger, Optus has had an even tougher run, and I guess there are any PR or corporate affairs or media relations people listening, they've probably been watching uh, very closely for this as a case study because the way that Optus has handled this has really copped a lot of criticism, even though you couldn't really blame Optus for it. But the way that they've responded um, or haven't responded and and the limited and directed audiences that they've responded, you know, talking to local radio stations rather than national audiences and having mixed messages and not providing the right information. For example, they were meant to be releasing their financial results last Thursday, but wouldn't provide the details for us to find out 
you know, what was going on with that, what the results were, who was speaking, and it was pretty clear they just didn't want to provide any further opportunity for the CEO, Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin, to be further quizzed on what was going on. And that wasn't even uh, in this latest instance with Optus, uh, a cyber attack. Hey, interestingly, on Optus, uh, Jerry Harvey, uh, Harvey Norman fame, has been running some, I don't know, shall I just say, interesting ads. Let's have a listen to one of them. Hi, Jerry Harvey. Optus, Optus. Kick them when they're down. Really? I thought Australians were better than that. It could happen to any company. Could be your turn next time. For what it's worth, Harvey Norman will support Optus. I'm not sure what that's all about. Does he, I don't know if he's a cross-shareholding or is it because he's, I don't know. No, <laughs> well, no look, um, Jerry Harvey, chairman of Harvey Norman, will never miss an opportunity. But the, the reality is that uh, Harvey Norman sells a lot of Optus phones and Optus phone plans probably have a few spare at the moment given that um, consumers are probably thinking twice about it. But he does have a point to make that, you know, um, Optus has copped quite a kicking while they've been down. Some of it's been self-imposed, but really, you know, if you talk to other businesses, I've talked to a couple of banking bosses recently, um, Ross McEwen from the National Australia Bank l- late last week, he says, when you're a banking boss, you can never put your head down on the pillow at night without sort of wor- worrying that your cyber defences or your outage defences or your scam defences are up. Same with Shane Elliott uh, yesterday from the ANZ saying, look, we're in the business of pushing back on criminals and scamsters and we pump an enormous amount of money into our systems to ensure that we're safe, but no one could ever be complacent. So Yes, Optus may not have handled it that well, but you might have noticed that Telstra has been very quiet. And, of course, you know, history shows that Telstra has copped these sort of attacks or outages before. Yes, no, I'm quite sure a few of them are thinking there, but for the grace of God, go I. (laughs) And and that does uh, tailor or temper their response. Peter, nice to talk to you. Thanks, Sally. Peter Ryan there, ABC Senior Business Correspondent, uh, after that text about saying that they'd like to be a panther and finding it's not a team player and they should have said lab. Got another one here. I was asked, if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? And bewildered, I said mango because I like mangoes. Correct answer, says Nicole from Ringwood, I found out later, was grapes because grapes work well individually and as a group. (laughs) 